Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nozmi. Or whatever else comes to mind. Okay, and as we promised today, we're back to talking about a book. Uh, a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. Uh, you might uh, know Cal Newport from the book um, Deep Work, which we've discussed multiple times on the show. It's been a great source of inspiration. Yeah, and this book is, is actually the earlier book. It's the, it's, the, it's the book before the Deep Work, right? Yeah. And uh, once you've read it, it makes a little sense because he really talks about Deep Work already in this book. And then he dives deeper into Deep Work in the Deep Work. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember him using the phrase deep work. Maybe maybe you do. I, I've actually read this book a long time ago. But uh, by the way, we've mentioned also this on the show, but this is why if you're reading an insightful book, you really should take notes because I've, I've taken notes and it, it's been like two years ago that I've read this book and I'm reading my notes and everything becomes clear in my mind again. Uh, so I, I don't I don't remember him talking specifically about deep work, but he mentioned deliberate practice, and and oh, yes, at the time, did. yeah, I, I I didn't fully understand it yet, but it was it seeded the idea in my mind. So when I later later uh, read Peak, um, it it all became like very clear, and I already had it um, like primed in my mind. So yeah, again, pro tip: we talked about Peak in the past episodes of the podcast. We'll link, we'll link to them in the show notes and we recommend re-listening to them because as I, as I mentioned before, re-listening to our old episodes actually is pretty fun. And <laughs> uh, we're not, yeah, I mean, we are pretty, you know, we have a pretty good discussions there. So it's worth, uh, you know, getting to that. Yeah, I, sh- I should try that some sometimes. Like there, there, there's some topics that, that um, I became interested in again. And I was just thinking recently like, hey, We've discussed this before. Maybe my past me knew about it more than I know now because maybe I forgot about some of this stuff. It, it didn't solidify just yet. I have to re-listen to you and myself and and relearn that stuff. Yeah, and uh, another thing that 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 what you mentioned is is really is, uh, smart. Like when when I was reading this book now, because I was reading this book like you know two weeks ago. Um, the, mm-hmm. the uh, so so good they can't ignore you. For me, it was easier because the concepts, like the deep work, the deliberate practice, yeah. I already knew them. So, like this is the thing, you know, the the chicken and, and egg, egg problem, right? Like <laughs> you 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 listen to something, you don't know it, so you just ignore it, or like you know, it's there in the back of your head. But when when it's a concept that you know, it, you know, then it, it it reconnects with the book from the concept and you know whatnot. So for me, for me, <laughs> reading this book after deliberate practice and deep work, like consolidated the ideas together, like, like they made them together. You know, it's really funny that you should say that because one of the books I've read uh, about a year ago and a book I've never really compiled and published my notes for is a book that's literally called How to Read a Book. And <laughs> and it's it's kind of embarrassing that for this book, I haven't done what it told me to do. But one of the things it told me to do, and I haven't yet really implemented, but I, I should, is... Uh, if you're trying to read to learn, then it's a good idea to first uh, read the like like check out the the whole kind of structure of the book, like read the table of of, of contents, mm-hmm. and and like read the beginnings of, of 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 a few chapters, like the most important ones. And the idea yeah. is that um, 
you know, you spend a bit more time doing that, but you prime yourself to understand this book because is is what you what you're saying. If you've never read a book, then you're trying to understand the concept at the same time as you're trying to understand the book. And if mm-hmm. you already have it sort of if you already know what it's about and like what the core things are, then you're just like filling in the gaps by actually reading it. Yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. All right. So where do we start? We start with the idea of following your passion. Uh, okay, so there is a disclaimer there. I am an author of a book called It's All About Passion. I've, I've, <laughs> I've written the book when I was uh, like three years ago, mm-hmm. and I published it for free on my blog, so you can get it now if you want to. So we will ring, link, of course, to this uh, book in the show notes. You can also get it on Amazon. So, uh, I, and, and when I was reading like the first chapter of this book, like, and, and the advice on passion and stuff, and I was like, okay, let's read on and see how this actually compiles or does not compile or or just is completely against what I wrote in my book. But I'm going to prove to you that what I wrote makes sense, but I should have highlighted and and that I was on the right track writing writing my book. Uh, But I just didn't realize some of the things that, that this book all right, but you, we are getting ahead of our, ourselves. So let, let me explain oh, that. Yes, we are. Um, now, to be honest, I have not read your book. <laughs> Sorry. So I, I don't. Uh, yeah, it was Man. a long time ago, and I. You're fired. <laughs> I, I forgot to since. Anyway, uh, th- there's this like very strong idea in our culture. Uh, this like very strong meme and I know especially in the the world of technology this idea of following your passion that you know you gotta follow your passion Um, and the book argues that um, at least taken on on its face value it's just it's it's just a a terrible advice and um, it it has to be like it, it cannot be taken as it is uh just you know as just following your your passion which is yeah, which was like for me when I was reading it, um, it was kind of um, a, a, a tough pill to, to swallow because I am one of those people in the tech world who is pretty passionate about uh, you know his work, my work, and I've always been, and it's pretty natural to me uh, to to think of my work this way that you know I'm doing this because I really enjoy it. It's really fun. I'm quite passionate about building you know stuff and and um the intellectual uh simulation of of programming and, and whatnot so w- when you have you know all of the steve jobses and and whoever else uh, talking about passion it just made perfect sense to me but here's a problem um the idea of following your passion as you know and a career advice presumes that people have a pre-existing passion that, that that people have something that they're passionate about that that is discovered or ready to be discovered and matched to a viable job, something they could actually do and get paid for. And and the thing is that most people don't. The vast majority of people don't. And then they try to follow that advice and it just leaves them confused and unhappy because they they try to do what everybody like wants you to do. Like, hey, you know, I want to be passionate about my job, but they start working somewhere and they're not that good at it and they can't be passionate about that. And so they start hopping from one place to another and they ne- never find something they're, they're passionate um, about. 
the the reality is that most jobs at the start of one's career just aren't aren't that amazing like just aren't that that good and are hard to be passionate about and it made people wonder if they found their true calling and you know it, it makes them want to switch between jobs and never stick to one thing but what makes a a job great is uh, are traits like creativity impact control like uh, you need to feel like the world is engaging intellectually so creativity uh, impact so um, you know if you're doing something that that you believe matters uh, then you're going to feel much better about this and control so if you feel like you're not in control of what you're doing then it, it's not very much fun if you're just like uh, carrying out someone else's commands and you don't really feel like it and it's not really that interesting right and if you get good at something and find a job that has these three traits then passion follows like if if you have those things then you can become passionate about it it's not the other way around right it, it's it's like you because um those are rare, rare traits then you're unlikely to just find a job that has it at the very beginning if you're just starting out right uh, like you have to have something to offer you have to be so good they can't ignore you exactly so when I, i'm just right now i was just reviewing my my um a brilliant book it's all about passion <laughs> uh, so uh, and 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 that was that i mean i'm writing in this book how i discovered mm-hmm. the passions but not how i how, how i followed them so the the idea is like even in the introduction what i what i write is that i have found my curiosity for computers because i was always mm-hmm. into computers uh, languages which we talked about before, and um, and the internet, which for me was great, and traveling, and then I realized that I can do anything from anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And hello, um, almost twenty years later, uh, where I'm running a company uh, which is completely no office, completely remotely, uh, works completely remotely, and and we are serving customers from all over the world. So, like uh, I'm saying, that I discovered some. So I would say. Uh, the advice should be, fo- I think, follow your curiosity, but not mm-hmm. follow your passion. Because if you're curious for something and you start you know, building up your skills, which we'll talk later, then you will find a passion. But, but don't follow the passion because you don't have it. Like, like w- when, I was, when I was young, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. When I was there in this college, which I, which I mentioned in the introduction of my, of my book, I had no clue what to do with my life. I was studying business in the business school and I didn't know what I wanted to do and I chose studying business and management because I had no other idea what to study you know follow your curiosity is a very interesting phrasing Uh, because when when I think about me and and my path it's it's just that it's I was curious I I wanted to to learn more right now the thing about passion is um, I was fortunate enough that by the time I finished school I already had valuable skills, but but, exactly. but that's rare. That that you know almost never happens. But but because of that, I never I never had to go through a job that was not so great to acquire those skills because I was lucky enough to stumble upon something that you know engaged my curiosity very early on in life. So I had many years while I was in school, which I was not passionate about. Let me tell you that. 
uh, <laughs> and precisely because of that, if I got home and and could spend a couple of hours playing around with programming, that was fun, right? And at the, at the beginning, I, I I didn't know, you know, I didn't know anything. I I, I didn't have valuable uh, skills. The, the the point is that while my my case is uh, is very rare, that my first job is a really good one. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. It took <laughs> a tremendous amount of work and practice to get to that point. And I, I like how, how you're saying follow your curiosity because it doesn't presume that you are passionate about something and that you're good at it. It presumes that... Like the, the thing about curiosity is curiosity is, is not knowing and wanting to know. It, it's not being excited exactly. about mm-hmm. something like because it's a thing you like doing. It's like, huh, that's really interesting. I want to learn more. So it, 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 it's a much mm-hmm. better phrasing because it, it presumes that there's more work to be, to be done. And, and the, the, the book um, phrases it in terms of uh, developing a craftsman mindset, which is that, you know, again, you have to get good at something before you can expect good work. But, you know, the, the craftsman mindset is, you know, it, it takes time, but you work at it, you work at it, you learn, you continue doing deliberate practice, link in the show notes, and eventually you do get good at it. So good. Yeah. They can't ignore you. Exactly. So um, the the basic premise of the argument is, is, is super, super obvious after you hear it, uh, but wasn't so obvious to me before. Um, so I'll, I'll rephrase it once again. Because the traits that make great jobs great are rare and most jobs don't have them, uh, laws of supply demand demand that in order to have a job with those traits, you must have something rare and valuable in, in return, right? You must be so good they can't ignore you. Because it's like a, a lot of people, like the, there are, there's a number of these like generic sort of passions, like interesting things that a lot of people sort of want to do, like be an actor or, you know, be a novelist, write or make music. Like a lot of people, young people are like, you know, I'm pretty passionate about music uh, or writing, but what does it mean? Like what, the, what, how useful is that if you, if you, yeah can't actually do it very well. And if, if, you, if you don't have the, the mindset necessary uh, to persist in it long enough, working on it, and still like find enjoyment in it to be able to persist for so long until you actually get so good at it that you can do it and you can, you can make a living out of it and you can feel pretty passionate about it because the, the grunt work is behind you. But it just it takes work. Yeah, that that's the that's the another thing that you know it's hard to. I mean, this is why this is why follow your passion is such a bad advice because uh, a piece of advice because follow your to follow your passion means it's mm-hmm. a shortcut. You will find your passion and then yeah. you'll be successful. Thank you very much. But you know what Carl Newport is arguing and what we have actually proven in our lifetime already, it's that you have to do the work. You have to get the skills. If you don't get the skills, you will not find your passion, and then you won't be passionate about what you're doing, and then you won't be successful. So, like, like it, like 
it's, it's, it's the other way around, but it's not sexy because you have to first get the skills. So you have to first be curious about something, then get the skills, and then the passion will follow. It's not a shortcut. Yeah, you know, now that we're talking about it, um, I, I see a parallel uh, to stoicism. Now that's that's something I did not see before. But like, like think about it. Like the whole premise of uh, like and a very important point of, of stoicism is that life isn't always the best version of life you, you can achieve. Like you can't expect to be like at your most happiest, most you know uh, sort of high energy, joyful self at all times. And trying to to do so is only going to to, to drive you to be unhappy and, and miserable because it's mm-hmm. unrealistic. And, and, and the important idea in Stoicism is, is to find tranquility, this, this state which is a positive emotional state. But it's, it's not like you're super happy. It's like you don't experience negative emotions. It means that you're fine. You feel okay. Not like super great, just okay. And you're okay with with um, the fact that you know um, that like a lot of sort of stoical like like hardcore stoical uh, techniques are about making yourself uh, sort of artificially um, inflict like small amounts of sort of psychological pain by, for example, considering how your life could be worse, uh, or by rejecting mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for, for tem- temporarily re- rejecting some good things that you have in life, so that you 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 condition yourself to really appreciate life and all the good things in life. And I, I see a parallel parallel to that here, which is that you want you're unlikely to achieve like great work you can pa- be passionate about from the start. But but if you have this this stoical uh, view on life then it's it's not really a problem because it's not like it's a terrible thing that that you have to you know um sort of go through blood and sweat for 10 years until you can be happy it's like it's a process to get to the 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 great work you can be passionate about but the process itself is also not necessarily going to be that bad if you think about it in the right way if if you're okay with the fact that you have to in, sort of invest um, your time and also sort of invest psychologically, emotionally to, to get where you really want to be. And you think, and, and especially I think in, in schools and, you know, the whole education system is, 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 is because it's, it's structured around the, the uh, industrial revolution. Uh, they expect us at some point to know and to decide what we want to do in life and what what we are passionate mm-hmm. about right and uh, and and for me this was like the most confusing thing ever because and especially uh, i was a straight a student i was good at at yeah. everything i was really good at everything so so for a person like this like my my i mean the headmaster of of my high school said he's not interested in straight a students he wants people who are who are exceptional at one thing and and because then they can go to the olympics or whatever like this kind of you know olympics for mm-hmm. high schools and then and and then get some you know awards for the school and i wasn't like that i was just good at everything but i wasn't exceptional at anything 
and I was miserable because I didn't didn't know what you know, I didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't want to be a lawyer, or maybe I want I did I, I wanted. I didn't know yeah. like I didn't know who I wanted to be or what I wanted to be, and that's why when I uh, when it was time to, to make a decision, you know, to study, I didn't choose to study technical in the technical university because I thought I'm not that much into maths <laughs> as I think I am. I'm good at this, but. I might be miserable later just to be just studying maths. So I chose the broadest thing ever, that, that that's business management. And then I can just, you know, study business, study many different industries, and maybe I'll find something out. And and I did eventually with the internet and everything else and 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 my um thing for computers. And and then my skill set to to program, to be able to program and the first version of Nosby. I mean the first version of many other startups that I built before I I, I managed to succeed with Nosby. And all these things were just small skill sets that was like building up like a Lego, you know, puzzle, Lego mm-hmm. pieces together to have this person that I am right now and this passion that I have now right now for this what I'm doing right now. And yes, now I'm, I'm like every day. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, at work, and I'm like, I can't believe they are paying me for this, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. From from our perspective, it's it's so easy to say without further context and without further nuance to to to, to be like, it's all about passion. But it's like, yeah, but it's easy for you to say, right? Um, exactly. So mm-hmm. it's it's. It, like without that 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 nuance and that context, it might not be super useful for 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 anyone. Yeah, but as for school, I totally see that. Like a lot of my, well, most of my peers are in uh, university right now, nearing it, uh, nearing the the end of it. That is, and a few of them, a, a few of my friends from 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 high school, uh, like found and and picked something for their studies that they're really happy with, and in you know year four or something, they're like, you know, I want to keep doing that. And a lot of people are sort of getting by, but are kind of miserable because they haven't found it, and you know they haven't found the the thing for for themselves, and they're not in the mindsets to like um, you know uh, sort of improve some skill so that they can get there. And uh, when getting into middle school and high school, you have to pick sort of sort of semi specialization. Um, for a lot of people, that was not very good because, like, I knew more or less, like, not exactly, but more or less what I wanted. But a lot of people didn't, right? And then they picked some path because it sounded like a good idea, and then they sort of felt forced to continue with it, and then maybe pick uh, a uni- university based on it. And now they are sort of miserable because they've logged themselves into a, a path, and in school there was no enough space for exploration. That's one thing. And another thing, and we've talked about it, is school is structured in a way to kill your curiosity. And curiosity is exactly what you need to to find something like really great to become passionate about over time and 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 and, and something that you can spend, you know, countless hundreds and thousands of hours working on until you get good at it and not feel miserable during the process. Yeah, that's why changing this, you know, structure, restructuring it as follow your curiosity, I think it's a good piece of advice and a good starting point. Uh, but then, you know, follow your curiosity, build up your skill set, and then the passion will follow. Yeah, exactly. Now that I'm, you know, browsing through my book about passion, I realized that I, I'm, I'm actually 
able to edit it, edit the book in such a way that it's more compatible with the notion from Carl Newport's mm-hmm. book. Because once I look at all the chapters and you know the seven passions I discovered, which I which I say in this book, um, and uh, are exactly these discoveries, ah. discoveries mm-hmm. I made when I was doing mm-hmm. something, right? So the the first one is passion for the money. And <laughs> wow! It's, it's like With, this without ma- context, it, it sounds pretty bad. It's really bad, but but it's like this Maslow thing, this Maslow, tr- you know, mm-hmm. uh, pyramid of of needs and stuff. And passion for the money, it's where I burned in ah, the first okay. times when I was building my my uh, my my internet companies because the money was for me the most important thing. I wanted to get rich, and. And the, the, the passion for the money uh, turned into something different, something a passion to be able to collect money, but to uh, but as a means to build something mm-hmm. great and not as a means to get rich. So so for me, this this was the, the I had the wrong passion for the money in <laughs> yeah. the very beginning of my journey, you know, because uh, I was the young this young guy that just wanted to get rich quickly and be famous, you know, money and the fame and stuff. And then later, passion for the solution. So this idea that I, I wanted to scratch my own itch. I wanted to get organized. So I was searching for a solution. And again, curiosity, searching. I was investigating. I didn't build Nosby in the very beginning. First, I was trying to use Microsoft Outlook. <laughs> really, I did. Uh, <laughs> pretty bad. No, uh, yeah, very bad. But then I was trying different tools at that time. It was 2005, I was trying different tools. So I was really investigating. I was curious. I was trying to build something. And then... Uh, because of that, this, I mean, f- finding the solution became my obsession. I wanted to really get be more organized. And I knew my, 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 my problem was that I wasn't a very well organized person by definition. Like I, I, I could see my, my, my wife that she was, you know, very well structured. She, you know, she knew like how to approach things. I didn't have that. I, w- I had to learn All that. Right. I'm, I'm going to, to stop you here. Like here's the, the, the key thing to me about productivity and people who talk about productivity and write about productivity. Those are the people that are bad at it. And that's a good thing. Like if, if someone is naturally exactly. like perfectly organized, they never have a problem to get to work and get stuff done, they don't have any insights to share. And like this, this is me. <laughs> exactly. Like without all the things we, we've talked about and the things that, that I've been doing for enough that I've, I even forgot that, that I do this, but like I'm naturally like a completely disorganized person. Like naturally I'm a complete mess. That's exactly why I started playing with it, exploring different ideas, reading up about it, because without all of those systems uh, in place and, and these ways to sort of manage it, I'm useless. That's why how you, be- how you become a magic spreadsheet <laughs> guru. <laughs> because you need the freaking yeah, magic spreadsheet it's true. To, to actually it's make true. it work. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly so you see I mean, but that's the thing and and um later the, the next passion I'm, I'm talking about is passion for mm-hmm. the product like once i started you know building this whole this home baked solution for myself i started being passionate for the product because i started you know looking at the product looking at you know i can make it better like make the button here like like you start, but again, it's curiosity, it's skill set, because I had to learn the new JavaScript, you know, you know new technologies. Like it was the, this moment of Web 2.0 or whatever. <laughs> you have to, I had to learn lots of new things. I had no, like really, before I started building Nosby, the only thing I would use JavaScript for was like counters or things like that, that I would just, you know, plug into some websites. You know, I would never use JavaScript for anything. But then when I started building Nosby, I had to learn completely new skill set 
to 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 really be able to to build the the ship to ship the first version mm -hmm. of the product. But again, I became passionate because I was working on the skill set because I was curious. I, I was I was literally, I think I mentioned that already, but I was literally viewing the source code of some other mm -hmm. web apps to just see how yeah. they built it, you know, why this, I mean, how this magic works, you know, what are they doing to make it work, right? And I was then, you know, building my own prototypes and things. So, so again, you see here, the, the pattern repeats itself. You're curious, you start building, you know, working hours and building the skill set, and then you start being passionate about it, because, and then you really, then it doesn't, then it really matters. It's, 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 it's so true. Um, in school, it just doesn't work like that. You're given an assignment and you're not explained why you should care. And so you don't, and you don't want to learn it. And mm -hmm. so you, you don't, and you, you might cram it, but you weren't, you're not going to remember anything. And like, it's amazing to me how fast or how slow I can learn depending on, on context. If, if I, if I didn't care about something in school, I would be so horrible at, at learning anything. But I want to, you know, I want to understand something when programming. Like, there's something that I'm, I'm like, I wonder how do you do this? You know, you you get a, a a need or a perceived need, right? You get curious. You want to learn it just for the sake of it, just for the. It's just intrinsic motivation, no external um, reward. And when you want it, it's it's like it's amazing how fast we can absorb information. And again, if we can absorb, if, if we can learn fast, then we can get so good they can't ignore you. Yeah, and um, and coming back to you, actually, um, I still remember this moment where you, when you sent me the email, we <laughs> talked about this yeah. story before on this podcast, but when you sent me the email that, you know, uh, you want me to endorse your app and, um, and, and, and I did, and it didn't matter that yeah. much, but anyway, <laughs> I did it. Uh, but, but what I, what I, what I liked was like, I saw your app, I got it, I, I used it, I liked it, but then I saw the website of your app and I was like, who did this for you? I mean, I mean, it's really good, you know, but, but you did it. So I was like, and then in English copyright, I mean, the, 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 the copywriting, the, the, the copy of the, of the site was really good. So I was, wow. And, and, and then we asked you for a, for a favor to help us out with a, with a thing, uh, for Nosby, uh, and you did it. Mm. And, uh, um, and then we started working together and again, you were so good, we couldn't <laughs> ignore you and you were so young at that, at that time. I mean, you're still so young, but you were very young back then. Like, like it just struck me right now when you, when you said it, when you said it to me, because you just told me that your friends are already finishing college. And I remember us talking about it, whether you should go to college <laughs> or not. Yeah. <laughs> and we had these discussions before we did. So, so again, you are a great testament for this book. You were so good that you, I couldn't ignore you and I didn't ignore you and we are here. <laughs> oh yeah, but that, there was, you know, thousands of, of hours spent building stuff, programming before that. Exactly. I mean, we just discussed this. Yeah. Like when you started, you know, when you decided to learn English, you, it's, it's not like you, you magically absorbed English. No, you dedicated like half a year to learning, you know, two or 3,000 words or whatever. Like you had the whole system, you know, elaborated how to learn it. So, um, and again, we'll link to the show, in the show notes to, the, to, to this and to this discussion and to the discussion about, about the, the, the Stoics and everything. But, but that's the thing you had to push through, you had to do the work. So this is, there, there was no shortcut. No. 
it's not like somebody injected English into you or somebody injected, you know, uh, you know, Mac and iOS development to you. No, it was you, you know, on your old uh, small, you know, um, uh, uh, Mac mini trying to, you know, crank some stuff yeah. and, and, and just making it work, it's right? It's true. It's true. Yeah. And, you know, one of the, the greatest ad- ad- advantages um, that, that I had with, um, with programming at, at this time of age is... You know, I, I started with like very limited resources. Like I had no money. I had no one to teach me. Uh, but all of this stuff is was online, right? It was available mm-hmm. for anyone who wanted to to look for it. And it it just like, you know, 10 years earlier, it would be much more difficult. And 10 years later, it's it's even easier. Like it's not just programming. Like there are now so so incredibly many resources about so many different topics available online for free or for very little money like very little money uh for anyone who wants to learn it now that there, there are some some paths in life that um uh, that you know if you want to become a lawyer or a doctor or a aerospace engineer then it might be a bit more a bit more difficult but but even even there before you go to the the right you know you know um university that, that you have to go through you can still absorb so much stuff online and it, it just gets better like 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 programming 10 years ago was uh, there just wasn't as much stuff online there was still a ton but not as much as as today and because it's it's programming like programmers naturally put that stuff online but but now uh it's even better so it doesn't it doesn't matter that much anymore what exactly you want to try to do and what you're curious about you can find that that stuff if you want to if you care yeah just as, as i mentioned you know i had to view the source code the, the source of the websites that I was you know the web apps that i was trying to to learn from because there was no there were no tutorials for that because oh, yeah. it was so fresh yeah. and um there is one idea that i it's also in the book, and I just, I just, uh, I just saw it in, in, in some, some, somebody else's notes, and I want to get to them because it makes perfect sense now. Some people think that people have this master plan mm-hmm. for their life. Mm-hmm. They know, like, they're gonna be this and this, and then they just go back from there, right? So this begin, Stephen Covey calls it begin to begin with the end in mind, mm-hmm. which is. Which, which sounds like a nice advice and, 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 and reasonable advice, you know. You, you have to have an end in mind, you know, and then, then you work backwards how to get there. And it's very, in many circumstances, it, it makes sense. But in, usually, especially for career, it doesn't. Because normally what, what works really is fake it until you make it yeah. <laughs> approach. Like you have to first do something, you learn from that, and then you you know you you see more and then based on what you see more you decide on your next course or or or, or how to you know change the course for the next thing and then you learn the, th- the next thing and and this is how word word actually works i mean this is how it worked for me like 10 years ago i didn't know what nosby will be like i, I didn't know I was starting this thing. I wanted to help some people on the internet get organized and then maybe earn something in the process and learn something new. And then fast forward, I have this company. Now we're doing, you know, new things for, for like, for because what we've learned over the past 10 years and how we're going to, you know, like move Nosby forward 
into the next decade. So, but again, it's because we know what we know now. It's not like I had this master plan, you know, 10 years before and we're just, you know, getting it done. So really, that's why, that's why this, again, this ties back to the curiosity thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be curious, learn new things, learn new things and, and, and be, get curious and course correct. We, you have to do what we also discussed on the show, review what you've done, review where you want to go. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's the constant process. Is this journey is the ultimate destination thing, oh, yeah. and not that there is a destination, and you will be happy when you get there. Yeah, I, I I truly believe that it's it's not just a a a a, a cliche. Uh, like the, the 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 process, the the journey is is far more more fascinating because even now, even still, like I have no idea what I'm going to to do in life when I grow up. Like who knows? But I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> exactly. pretty happy with with the. The process, right? I'm pretty happy with what I've been doing the past few years and what I see in in just the the nearest future that that I see uh, ahead of me, and it, it it's like that, like like what what you refer to. I'll shed a bit more light on it. Like the uh, the idea was was that in science or in engineering, like breakthroughs almost never actually happen. Breakthroughs in the sense that you make something completely new. Like it, it's always just one hop ahead of what's already on the cutting edge right exactly and it's it just like 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 people who who don't do this stuff like don't realize it like like, like people tend to um idealize uh like like even, even nerds tend to idealize you know scientists and, and engineers uh as sort of famous geniuses and even but even when they were it still was just one hop ahead of you know the adjacent possible, as as the as he called it in in, in the book. Like it, it was already like seeing what is available, then you see what's next. And I I really think it's like that. Um, like so far, it's been like that for me in life. And I think the 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 process of of reviewing every week, every quarter, every year, doing this, um, having this these long moments of reflection with yourself. Of reviewing, hey, what what have I done the past week or the past quarter or the past year, and what I want to achieve next, is 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 necessary and crucial for that because I don't know the, I don't have the map, but with this I have a compass, right? I I, exactly. I, I go forward, I see what happens, but I have a moments where I sort of look at my compass, right? I I review what happened and I I correct the course. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure that there was a metaphor from from Seth Godin. I just recalled it, and and but but it's pretty powerful for me. Like you know, you you you're never going to have a full idea of of what is going to happen. If you even if you think you have a master plan for life, things will change. So it's it's a much better idea to just have a process for correcting the course, so that you even if you don't go in a straight line, you inch closer and closer to what you want to do next. Yeah, there was there was a picture. I remember there was a picture of of um, on the internet, like one of the memes that uh, the programmer wants to get from A to B, and there was a straight line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then real life was like you know valleys, you know bridges, <laughs> you know, and everything in between to get to the B point. Right? Story <laughs> of my life. Just today we were trying to 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 estimate the time needed for for some programming tasks. But we got a bit smarter and to our best estimates, we just added 50%. And I'm pretty sure we should just double it because that's just the, the story of every programmer's life. You you think you have a, a picture, you have a master plan of how to achieve something, but then you dig into it and it turns out 
it's more complicated than that. Then you have to go to the valley, and then you know it. It's it's just it's, it's just not a straight line. It's always harder. Yeah, and then there's a cliff. You have to build a bridge, yeah, exactly, and then you know exactly. it's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. So that, so really, it's really rarely that there is a master plan. It's like the the Cal Newport also refers to this famous um, speech by Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the Stanford commencement address uh-huh. oh, yeah. where he explains the the follow the passion thing i mean the, that to find what you love mm-hmm. in life and 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 i think and i think he was a little bit misunderstood again uh, that you know you, ha- you don't, i mean to find what you love you have to work on it to really find what you love again just what we discussed today in the very beginning of the show but also in the same uh, commencement address steve jobs is talking about connecting the dots mm-hmm. and he says explicitly it's impossible to connect them looking forward mm-hmm. you can only connect them looking back yeah because then you have the compass and then the map creates itself when you have the compass but you don't have a map just like you said so it's, it's he says that just follow the compass but you know there is no map so talking about you know journeys and uh, and uh, that the journey is the ultimate destination i really enjoy following other people's journeys and i like from time to time listen to biographies or read biographies and the one i would recommend is the richard branson's finding my virginity which is her, his new biography it's a long one 16 hours listen but i really like it it was fun to follow his steps 